The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. And you can do that all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hey, Upper East Siders, and welcome to the very recently named Lonely Boys Pod. <laughs> very recently. And you are already, you're already, already giggling. Woo! Um, I guess I should introduce myself now. I am, I am the, uh, the titular, one of the titular Lonely Boys. Wow. Matt Gagan, and I will now introduce oh, yeah. my co-host, or I'm the host. He's, I guess, the assistant host. We'll call him the assistant host. Okay. Uh, he wanted to be introduced. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got downgraded fast. You, you're not supposed to talk until you get introduced. I don't yeah, know well, you, you really insulted me minute one of the, <laughs> the start of this three-year podcast. That's my go-to. I, I was nervous. <laughs> I've never, I've never, <laughs> I've never opened a podcast before. I, I, I blanked for a second. I was like, better just, better just. Well, like maybe insult maybe my... a minute ago, before I downgraded myself, I had a chance of being equals to you, and I said, you know what, I'll do color commentary, that's... and then you were like, all right, yeah, you said that's perfect, and I and I jumped on it, and I said, <laughs> okay, that means I'm in charge. You're the assistant host, and without further ado, let me let me introduce him. He is the uh, the assistant lonely boy on this pod. He wanted to be introduced as the creepy uncle of podcasting for yeah, some baby. reason. Brendan Ruffle, Brendan, thank how are you, you doing? Thank you. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm I'm happy to be here. Um, but now, after seeing this first episode, I feel like the creepy uncle of podcasting is not great because it makes me feel kind of like a Chuck. <laughs> he's the he is the creepy uh, creepy stepbrother of podcasting. Yeah. Chuck Bass. <laughs> um, so, well, first of all, I, I didn't. I know you're uh, not. Not to uh, combine worlds here, but I know your mm-hmm. your other uh, your other podcast is a drinking podcast. So I didn't yeah. know if you wanted to get drunk for this one. So I do have Natty Lights on hand in case <laughs> always get, in case you want to get wild. Yeah, I didn't know, I I didn't know what got you some warm ones in the office. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know what you'd be doing. I didn't know if it was frowned upon. I didn't know if you wanted to take this one really seriously, like we we just stay sober and just stick to the facts. Well, part of the the idea of recording on a Sunday was so I did not drink, so I didn't have multiple I drinking see. podcasts. Um, but if we ever do record on Fridays, I'm down to have some drinks. You really, uh, but I think I have to have martinis though. If we have any behind the scenes, right off the bat, letting people know that we are recording on a <laughs> yep. Sunday. Yeah, got to be transparent. So if you if you hear that if this gets released on say like a Thursday or something, you will know that this was not recorded the day before. <laughs> this was recorded at least a few days in advance. So anything we say might be terribly outdated by the yes, time. Yes, July eighteenth, nineteen uh, nine forty at night. Now I will. I, I we're we're gonna riffle like a half hour. Mention the the, the name Gaza Girl <laughs> here, but. <laughs> 
my uh, counter argument to that would be I, this: you, you can you see in the show already that this is a uh, show that centers heavily around drinking. This is a show about teenagers. They are mm. for the, the majority they are around 16 years old to yeah. uh, to start the show off, but they are all going to be underage drinking. Uh, Chuck shouts it out in this so, that they're serving minors. That's yeah. never a problem. Well, that, Everyone, that's how I mean, Blake's you, supposed to be at this point. She's a 16 year old in the show. Yes, Blake Blake Lively is okay. 16. She's, Everyone I is looked it up and she's be, about 19 and. That yes, year, everyone. Yeah, I believe that the, the cast was somewhere between like twenty to twenty-two. Blake Lively might have been nineteen at the time when this starts, and they're all yeah. supposed to be playing sixteen-year-olds. They're supposed to all be uh, juniors in high school, except for uh, gotcha. Taylor Momsen playing okay. playing Little Jay, playing Jenny, who is uh, supposed to be fourteen and is actually being played by a fourteen-year-old. Yeah. I believe. Well, so this is why uh, I elected you to be main host because yeah, this is your ship. You're steering. Um, for the fans who don't know, and we have a lot of fans by this point, I'm guessing. We have a um, ton of fans right now. Matt Gagan here uh, sent out a tweet a couple weeks ago saying, I need to do a Gossip Girl podcast. The reboot's coming up. Who wants in? And I feel like he was flooded with replies. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the backdoor entrance here. And I just texted him directly. I was like, I'm your co-host. I've never seen the show. Let's start watching. And <laughs> yeah, I, so like, I stole I was, the job from a lot of people. As I was combing through my DMs, <laughs> I, was, I was starting the audition process to see who would get to be my co-host for uh, the Gossip Girl podcast. Brendan really just took the easy way out and texted me, and I said, you know what? Let's do it. I, I think uh, I, I had a point that I was making, and we just completely <laughs> we'll get back. I was going to say, I have, I they, have it. I have they it. love drinking. They, they will be drinking in, in nearly every episode. They will be getting yeah. you know wasted, drunk, um, something that I, I do not do. I stay very sober, usually all the time, but I think for this, I, I can make an exception and kind of... So I, I have my natty light oh, here. Oh, you do? I, I didn't even see it. I thought <laughs> it was a... A my, joke my here, right? here. So just in case, <laughs> is it room temp like you like? Because what? Is it room temp like you like? Yeah, it, it's room temperature. Um, nothing like a good room temp natty. Uh, <laughs> Said you uh, and the, I guess the English. That's what? about it. I feel like it's only you and the English people that like their beers at right. temperature. <laughs> yeah, the the Upper East Siders would would never be caught dead dead drinking a room temperature natty. No, but. I was gonna say like it seemed like a martini clan. I guess that's an up it's an upper mm-hmm. East Side type of thing. I also feel like. They are definitely crushing real martinis as those 19-year-olds. Or I'm hoping, at least. Yeah, I, I hope so, too. I hope yeah. they were allowed to just drink on set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, I guess um, we, we've kind of touched on Gossip Girl a little tiny bit now, but what is your Gossip Girl history? Well, that's what we were, we were starting to get into that. Cause I, like to, yes. I like to drag you off topic. That's my goal, and you're going to just continue to get furious at me for that. It's like my favorite <laughs> thing to do with Brian on the no, hobby these, boys these podcasts are just gonna be three hours you're the one editing i don't care so you <laughs> well that's what that's you i think that was part of why i got this job too is because i offered to do all the editing and uh all like the background stuff that is like the boring Speaking terrible of which, you're things you're gonna have to edit this cracking of the can sound out when you do this because i just opened my natty but here we go <laughs> you don't want people to know that you opened the can yourself no i don't want i don't want their eardrums to have to hear that okay. you're gonna have to edit all that right. out um but yeah, I uh, my history with Gossip Girl is this one episode so far. Um, so yes, Gossip Girl uh, started in 2007 and would go on uh, until 2012. Six beautiful seasons, or not uh, all of them oh, beautiful, okay. but it, it starts starts off hot and uh, ends in, in a dumpster fire. But you know, we'll get uh, that. That happens a lot with TV but, shows. So this was this was a. Uh, I did not watch it when we were in high school, but I know this was a phenomenon when we were in high school. I know a lot of people did watch it and loved it, and I. Uh, I'm understanding that since you've never seen the show, except for this one episode that we're here to talk about, this was not you in high school either. No, it was not at all. Uh, I was not one of those people. 
Um, I, 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 from what you had said about it in the past, made me kind of intrigued, and I love a good like. Was, was this on the CW? It was on the CW. I, I think I love that kind of uh, genre of just like rich white kids uh, and their trust friends just like getting shit faced and getting into high end drama. Because uh, it's very funny. Yes. It's, it, it could be like, especially if the acting's really bad, which it wasn't in this first episode so far. <laughs> like, it wasn't fantastic, but I feel like the the worse the acting and the stupider the plots, the funnier it can be. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm kind of expecting the show to be. But so far, it seems a little higher quality than that, unfortunately. Yes, and and uh, not not only were, was this you know about high schoolers you know getting fucked up, getting into trouble, but it was it was advertised as such at the time. I remember that uh, like you'd, you'd get like ads on like on MySpace back in the day that uh, wow. you'd see ads for this and they'd say things like every parent's nightmare or, you know, mind blowingly <laughs> inappropriate. And right. that, that was the hook. That was what they were going for. They wanted, they wanted to be the, the this to be the show that uh, you couldn't tell your parents that you were watching because it was right. just so wildly inappropriate. But also not um, relatable to like most people that age either. Cause that this is yeah. not like the, this is, it's an upper class show. This is it's a one percenter show. Baby. This is what this is what we want. This That's is why it's fun too. Yeah, I like that. Right. This is people watching this and saying, "This can be me someday." Right. And even for us being older, it's still fun to like watch high school. Like, you know, you love coming of age films and whatnot. I feel like Absolutely. this is still it's a, it's a fun world to live in and could try and relive those days. And uh, so far, I, I enjoyed the first step, and I enjoyed hanging out these characters. Some of them better than others, and I just I couldn't take my eyes off of young uh, Blake Lively. Yeah, I mean, I have. Uh, I will mention this many times throughout the show, um, but I have. I've long said that this is, for my money, the most attractive cast of of any show that I've watched. The uh, wow, the the starting five in this, in this cast, they are all just beautiful people, and I love watching them. I, there's, you know, since then I've watched other shows where uh, they're coming close or maybe even uh-huh. surpassing. But in my mind, if if someone asks me, and people are asking me all the time, right, Matt. What's the hottest cast? Because that's, that's, <laughs> I want to watch the show. Well, that's one of the first notes I have is about the attractiveness of the cast. Um, and so far, the, the men have not been really doing it for me. But I have a feeling that they're just young right now. Mm-hmm. And they'll blossom a little bit more. Yeah. Um, is it is it like is it too inappropriate to, like, to, to rank the hotness of, of the well, cast? Well, now that we, we talked about how most of them are old enough. I think that's what yes. they're above eighteen. Yes, but I just want—I don't want people like I know you had some reservations where people are going to come on and be like, "Oh, two men talking about a about gossip girl. Do we need this?" And like right off the bat, we're just going to be like, <laughs> already sexualizing these high school how kids. How are these teens? Let's let's rank them one through five. Is that think, what, do people? Well, do the people, people that grew up that? listening to the show, I think, were sexualizing them as well because, like, when you grow up with a show like this, you're kind of uh, visualizing yourselves with these characters. So I'm sure okay. the people that are fans are feeling the same way that we're feeling now. And maybe That's, even more so. Let's save it for the end. That way, the horniness. Um, yeah, that way. Okay. Uh, anyone, all, all of our many, many fans that end up hating us halfway through the podcast and turn it off, don't have to hear it. And okay. then everyone that that sticks with us, they'll. And this is like a good like. You better listen to the end because yeah, that's when we're, we're getting gonna, the good get stuff. Get really that's horny when, at the end. That's when we're getting horned up. <laughs> <laughs> and we're okay, allowed. So, we're allowed to say the H word in the show. Uh, listen, I, I will. I. I know there are some people like uh. The, the famous Jenny Autumn that does not I like know, the word. I know, that's really what I'm getting after. Word. And I know... <laughs> you listen to her nap, you get it. I get it. Um, yeah, I know she doesn't like it. I know she is a fan of Gossip Girl, too. So. She is. Okay, we'll have her on. Future, future, future friend of the show. Um, <laughs> anyway, so you, you did not watch it in high school, neither did I. But like, like I said, I, I would always hear people talking about it. Did you did you hear any water cooler talk? Were, were people chatting about it? Did Were you like, man, this is... 
this is a show that I want to get into someday, or was it just me it was, recently? Okay, that it was literally just you, and I think that's why I was so excited to do this show, because I think it was a funny podcast to do, because I've been wanting to do another podcast, and I think it, it was Naturally. a funny post-show recap kind of show to do of something that I have no attachment to and no idea what the hell's going on, so I figured it was a perfect way to go in completely blind and have someone kind of show me the ropes. Perfect. Yeah. So... Do, do you know anything about the show? Are you going into this like completely totally. The blind? only thing I knew was Blake Lively. Cause, so you, honestly, so the first thing I ever saw with, that with Blake in it was when we went to see A Simple Favor. That was the first huh. time I've, I'd ever seen her. Great movie. What, what, and, and she still looks really great. Sorry, the corniness is coming out a little bit more again, but like she looks so good in a tie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she does. She rocks a tie, both in that. the movie and <laughs> in the show, too. Yeah, um, man, she, she, uh, she, she really can rock a tie. Yeah. Um. So you have no spoilers. You don't know anything about the show except nothing. for that Blake Lively was in it, and now, and now, now the, you and know. And Matt Gagan likes the show, and that's about it. That is so crazy. That's why it's, it's gonna, it was I a great like, idea to do this. I feel like it's going to be uh, such a struggle for me to just not blurt out who Gossip Girl is like at random <laughs> points through the show, so you may end up just getting spoiled. Well, <laughs> I, I assume Kristen Bell just comes out of a cake at the end, and yes, she's like, I'm right. Gossip Girl. <laughs> yes. So this is... I guess I should mention this will be spoiler free because one of us, one one of the titular Lonely Boys, has not seen any of the show. I, so I guess it has of, to be. It kind of has to be. So if, if you have if you have never seen the show or if you're watching along, don't worry, you will not get spoiled with this podcast. <laughs> Most people know more than the host about this show. And e- even if I accidentally slip up and say who Gossip Girl is, uh, Brent, Brendan will know, but he can just edit it out. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we will not. But like, so for me, by the time I. Uh, by, by the time I had even finished the first season, I knew who Girl was. I just feel like it was impossible, especially for someone like me who's just like Googling stuff about the shows they watch, that it's just bound to, to you're just bound to see something. Right. And, um, but it really didn't affect my viewing of the show because it, I, in my eyes, it's really not important. It's just a yeah. random mystery that's always floating around, like who is Gossip World. Well, that's I what I was wondering. Is that the main to... aspect of the show you were yeah. trying to find out who it is, or is it more just about that's the drama point. between the teams? Not all, yeah. Yeah, it's more of just following the characters, but at certain points, uh, Gossip Girl will become a main plot point, and okay. I, I don't even think they had to uh, give away who it was, but they they right. do, they do right. by the end. So we'll we'll get there. But yeah, so for me, I guess let me get into my uh, Gossip Girl origin story okay. because as as the leader of this podcast, I feel like <laughs> this is what people want to hear. They want to hear me talk about myself. Yeah. Um, this is where you spoil it for me, who is the Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah. So I had never seen it, um, and I was in I was in I was in college in Albany, uh, my grad school year actually, and it was the last the last night before uh, winter break started. So we were all just kind of hanging out in one of the uh, the old U uh, Albany Theater yeah. Association. Great time we to start a new show in... too is winter break. That's right. That's right. One of our friends' uh, dorm rooms actually, and so the, uh, like half the the theater association was just big gossip girl fans and they were talking about it and i was like what is this gossip girl i'm like oh yeah I, I i've heard about it my some friends i knew watched it but i've never watched it and they were like you've never we need to watch the pilot right now so they turn on the pilot and you know obviously immediately yeah. i was hooked mm-hmm. i was like oh it's this right up, is it's great right i'm gonna have to watch this and then the next day the next day you know was the first day i was home for a winter break went out got drunk got home and i was like well i don't really want to start like continue any shows that I'm watching because I'm I'm a little tipsy right now. I'm not gonna remember everything. Let me just <laughs> let's do Gossip Girl. So I started with the pilot again. Before I knew it, it was 5 a.m. I'd watched seven episodes. Oh, wow! And then I woke up the next day and I was like, I was so drunk for the first three episodes, I don't even remember them. So let me rewatch the first three. <laughs> he sobered up for the last four. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I sobered up throughout the night, and I, I woke up the next yeah. day, and I was like, I remember 4 through 7, but 1 through 3 I'm a little little hazy on so yeah. let me just rewatch those so by so in two days i had already watched uh the pilot three times so this, <laughs> i mean this episode that we're in discussing i've seen this the pilot of gossip girl so many times in my life that uh it, i mean it's a, it's a good pilot it was pretty gripping and i think it helps that the pilot of the show and well i guess all the shows are going to be about 40 minutes or so mm-hmm. i think those yes. kind of pilots give you a longer time to start to fall in love with the show with like a quick 20 yes. minute pilot it's like oh that was okay and then like, it takes you like a couple episodes to really get into it but a 40-minute pilot I, really gives you time to like really get to know everyone and get some screen time for all the characters. And I do think this is a perfect pilot. Recently, I, uh, I saw a tweet that was like, name a pilot that you think, like, whatever, just name a perfect pilot or whatever. I quote tweeted it. Put Gossip Girl. Even, even before, this was not even like, you know, some sly promoting of this podcast. This was even before we were yeah. going to do a podcast that I, I uh, think so highly of this uh this episode or it's just it perfectly sets up each of the characters perfectly sets up the conflicts that we're going to be dealing with and um yeah so i've always said that this episode is one of my favorites in the whole show and wow. it's one of the best pilots i've seen so yeah, i'd say it's, it's, but it's that, up there it's it's like it most pilots can be pretty boring and it does it it, yeah. it does not this is great. waste time you get right into the thick of it no that's right we are going to get right into the action right away so um so yeah, that, that whole uh, that whole winter break was just me uh, watching Gossip Girl, and I watched all 121 episodes into the <laughs> throughout the winter break to the point where my uh, my claim to fame was when I when I went back to school and we were doing all those icebreaker games. When you had to name a fun fact, mine oh, was uh, I can watch Gossip Girl in in four weeks because that's <laughs> that's what I that's what I just did, not to brag or anything. And there was there was a point that, like the last couple of weeks, me and Troy went back. Uh, Hopefully, future friend of the pod, Troy. Me and Troy went back to Albany like two weeks before everyone else. It was just me and him on campus, uh-huh. and he, he like, in the day. So it was literally just me watching, uh, like watching Gossip Girl by myself every day, and right. I just watch like thirteen episodes in a row, stay up till one p.m. the next day, and then go to sleep. So that's how I finished it so fast, and you know, it just hooked me right off the bat. I was texting all my friends that had told me to watch it throughout the whole thing, and then as soon as I finished, started watching it again, and then did a nice rewatch throughout my last semester of grad school and then also just like rewatch random episodes here and there when i was yeah. like trying to get other people into the show or hanging out with people that already like it i've seen this a lot and then recently a couple of years ago i've also uh rewatched it with my mom my mom had never seen oh, it so we did, had a mom think of it uh an episode a day and rewatched it um not her favorite we watched the oc after another josh schwartz great show and she liked the oc more okay and i might i mean i probably like the oc more too but gossip girl is the one that has the uh the place in art yeah i think I, i've seen like bits and pieces of the oc growing up um i think it was more of like a one tree hill kind of guy um i think is that another cw i think they're they're all very similar but i, I the, the one tree yeah. hill from what i know the, really the, goes off the wall the, the, a lot of these shows started do. at the same time okay yeah yeah, because that goes on for nine seasons. The OC only lasted four seasons. Okay. So, but yeah, that is kind of kind of the precursor for Gossip Girl because it is also created by the great Josh Schwartz, mm-hmm. who uh, was very young when he created the OC. Oh, only wow. twenty six okay. years old. So good for him. Um, but yeah, so you're gonna do what I did. You're gonna watch Gossip Girl before you watch the OC. Which What's is funny is Nicole because, like says said, that she wants to watch the OC next. So that, might, <laughs> that might be the progression. Of I'm things. always I'm I'm currently. Uh, watching the OC for my third time as well because that's another. I, Josh Schwartz just has these shows where I just finish yeah. them and just want to immediately start them again. Um, but yeah, so this this 
conversation has come to a natural end, and we should okay. So that's your introduction for your history with the show, and now that's we're going right. to start doing a uh, beat by beat of our rewatch, I guess. And that's how that's how the show is going to go. Yeah, I guess might as well. So why why we? I guess we've mentioned why we're why we're doing this. You you clearly are jonesing to do a second I'm podcast, jonesing. and I'm, I really want to. I'm intrigued wanna... in the show too. I love. I haven't listened. Girl. I haven't watched the drama. It seems like a pretty lighthearted drama where that there's going to be some comedy here and there, maybe a little bit of laughs. Is that, oh, yeah. is that correct? So we'll, some laugh. we'll laugh at some point. Um, I'm expecting this to get also batshit crazy at some point. I don't know if that's true or not. Yes. But uh, uh, yeah, it seems is, pretty I, mellow I like for the to... first episode. So I'm like, okay, it's getting a little intense by the end of the show, but that could, it could just be to leave you on a little bit of a cliffhanger for a pilot. But I'm expecting this, if this is six seasons and a reboot, there's got to be some wacky stuff that goes on hashtag, by the end of this. Hashtag six seasons and a reboot. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so it, it kind of already has started insane, but... This is actually like this is essentially a soap opera. It's a teen drama soap opera. Yep. Um, with great music for by the, the way. most part. And it, yes, that, I mean that's very, ta- very timely music, Schwartz. but Josh, also very good music. Yes. I think that shows how Josh young Schwartz, he is now. Josh Schwartz has great taste in music. He and it. I mean, people have talked about the OC how the music is like one of the best parts of the show. I think Gossip Girl. He also like he just knows what he's doing when it comes to. Um, what songs to include, and he's very involved in that process. Like, yeah. he wants he, like, he wants to pick like the perfect song for it, and he's got great taste. He like likes you know all those indie rock bands and stuff. Um, right, my favorite. And it's very exciting. It, it inspired me to make many Spotify playlists at the time oh. when I was doing my first watch of Gossip Girl. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited to do this. Because when I, I mean, when I tweeted out, I was talking about starting a, a podcast about the 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 reboot because that's i mean we are going to confuse people right off the bat here because we are in the midst of the goth girl reboot starting but brendan I mean, was like from day I've, one i've never seen the original so we're actually going to start <laughs> all the way at the beginning right. so while the reboot is going on we are going to be talking about the uh the 2007 version yep. so hopefully not too confusing uh this is if you've made it you know however long we've been talking a half hour into this podcast thinking we we're going to talk about the first episode of the reboot <laughs> you are sorely mistaken um but yeah and i've i have always wanted to Ever since I've gotten into listening to podcasts and having friends that have podcasts, I have always wanted to talk about Gossip Girl because, I mean, this is when I was in in the in the prime of my Gossip Girl oh. watching. This was like, this was when I was starting to really get into podcasts. Right. I was like, my dream someday Timely. is to have a Gossip Girl podcast. <laughs> and so you landed with I jumped a guy on who's never even seen it. <laughs> yes. I was like, I don't care that you've never seen it. We will do this. Let's go. Um, almost had a Gossip Girl uh, podcast a few years ago. Okay. F- future friend of the pod, Kirsten McInnes. Really? Oh, start one with me. We went as far as to record a first episode. No way. So is this we going to flop too? And me and Chris McGinnis are going to start a podcast together I, instead? I, I, oh, you'll both be dead to A rival show. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I tried to look for my notes from that podcast, but I guess I threw them out since yeah. then. Um, Set them on fire. But yeah, we, we finished it. Um, and she said, all right, let me just edit this. And, uh, you know, then, then we'll get it uploaded. So I, we're, once we finish this, we're going to be. I'm going to have some like PTSD from this whole yeah. process because you're going to say the same thing. And I'm gonna, yeah. And then we well, have that that um that little corkboard behind you. I see like it's a, there's a dartboard with Chris <laughs> yes. McInnes' face on it. Yep, that's right. And I the script didn't is half burnt next that, to that. But it, it is there. Yeah. So she said she'd edit it. She famously uh, never did. Yeah. And I was too much of a of a beta bitch to ever bring it up. Fair enough. Like, oh, so uh, Chris said, what are you gonna you gonna until it was far <laughs> too late, and I just, just kind of never happened. Yeah. And now here we are again, three years later. Yeah, and you're just um, alphaing me. I guess I'm, I'm such a, I'm such a beta bitch that your beta is alpha yes. to my beta. I think we're kind of just a couple of betas. A couple bitches. of betas, and then Chris McGinnis, yeah. when she comes on, is just going to take over it's the show, and like we're going to give it to her. Yeah. She can keep it. Yes. <laughs> 
They should be the Beta Boys podcast. The Beta Boys. Instead of the the Lonely Boys. We'll put the Beta Boys in parentheses. And... And hopefully this gets because when when I started the the very short lived uh, never be never to be produced podcast with Kirsten, uh, the uh, the implied compromise from our other friend Scally, who hopefully uh, future future okay. friend of the pod, lots of future Brian friends. Scally. No friends yet. He has also never seen uh, gossip. <laughs> no, he has also never seen Gossip Girls, and he said that he would uh, he would start watching as soon as I started podcasting about it. So now we, as long go. as you get this out, he has no more excuses, and I'm Fair going enough. to force him to watch along with us so. love it that sounds like one fan right there all right we've been talking for like well this, this is the first half, episode so okay probably, we, we, we did a lot of introduction yeah we need to you know give everybody the it. background story I'm, like, and... sweating. I'm sweating already man I'm just, <laughs> it's, it's hot down here i need to get i need to get my personal fan going yeah well Ooh. you had you had, the, you had your assistant open that can for you you should get someone else to put a fan or get some grape leaves to <laughs> wave I... you with <laughs> <laughs> all right um my assistant is not not working right now. No. Not listening. Your cat. All right. So should we should we get into this episode? Let's dive in. So scene one. Where are we at? We hear Kristen Bell's voice immediately. We do, and you know what? I was I kind of wanted you to open up the show because I thought that you could do a pretty good like Kristen Bell opening <laughs> after one episode. Just really embody the <laughs> the voice. So, I don't know why you think I have a good Kristen Bell impression. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're a fan. Yeah, I am a big fan. I wasn't a big fan of hers until The Good Place. Um, and then somehow she, mm-hmm. I feel like, again, I don't want to get too horny on this podcast already, but I feel like she became more attractive in her 40s. <laughs> Something about her. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I love it. She's, um, uh... But she's got a great voice. She's got a great voice, um, like uh, just a good overall, like she's got a great cartoon voice for the, the Frozen series. Great voice actor. Um, very soothing. But uh, yes, and finally she uh, she asked she asked to be the narrator of the show, oh. and they said, "Yeah, of course." You and that's got how it, she she got the job. Christy Bell. Um. So yeah, is this just going to be us just talking about what we know the actors from from other stuff? But yeah, <laughs> well, I guess it's Christy like uh, is... <laughs> that's what happens with IMD bags, I guess. Exactly. I've all, I've always been a big fan ever since her uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall days. Yeah. True. 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 Uh. So yes, so we uh, we start off with her. Um, we meet the titular Cena. Selena is not the name of the show, but <laughs> okay. Two things right off the bat: a, you don't know what titular means clearly, <laughs> right? I addressed that. And b, you don't know what her her character's name is because it is not Selena. <laughs> <laughs> Great start. Oh boy, it is Serena, Serena Vanderwoodson. Does she have a sister named Selena? Already gushed about. It is Serena, Salute. with an R. Okay. I'm going to make a note of that. Okay, got this written down. <laughs> played, played by the already gushed about Blake Lively. Um, but yeah, this 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 opening scene, it is ingrained in my memory. It is burned in my mind. I can picture it every time I think of Gossip Girl. Like I said, yeah. the pilot is one of these episodes that I've just seen so many times because, you know, I watched it three times in oh, a row yeah. back when I first started watching it. I watched it for the podcast with Kirsten that never happened. I watched mm. it for this podcast. So I've just, I've just seen this, you know, double digit times at this point. That, that and first shot of her, ju- of just like looking over the balcony at uh, grand central stations already iconic yes. to me. Well, just even before that, just when she's on the train looking out the window, yep. when that whistle solo of, of the song of young folks starts playing that this, and then grand central, that will all be synonymous yeah. with gossip girl for me. I cannot hear that song without thinking gossip girl. I cannot, look at Grand Central Station without thinking Gossip Girl because uh, th- this is where it all begins. And uh, 
it starts off with her, and she just kind of looks around, and that's when we'll have uh, uh, Kristen Bell have the iconic opening line. You know, let me let me do my Kristen Bell here, <clears throat> where she'll say, uh, "Hey, Upper East Siders, Gossip Girl here, and I have the biggest news ever. One of my many sources, Melanie ninety one, sends us this." Spotted at Grand Central, bags in hand, Serena Vanderwoodson. Was it only a year ago our it girl mysteriously disappeared for boarding school? And just as suddenly she's back. Don't believe me? See for yourselves. Lucky for us, Melanie ninety one sent proof. Thanks for the photo, Mel. How was that? That was excellent. You're that was <laughs> but you didn't okay. even read that, right? That was off of memory? No, that's that's from the Straight from that the is, dumb baby. That is something you'll know I just have this whole this whole series actually just memorized. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I I heard that, and I was like, okay, um, this this sounds like it could be interesting. I don't know what's, what this is supposed to be about. Uh, I'm guessing this is going to be a recurring theme throughout the show, where it's going to start off with her talking to her, her followers, I'm guessing. Yeah, so basically, Gossip Girl just has this blog, and she kind of just treats, you know, the life of this high school as um, her own, like, private soap opera that she just writes about, and... Uh, she's kind of determined that uh, Serena was the most interesting person that went to the school, the it girl. as evidenced by the fact that she ends up, she ends, yeah, she is the the it girl, as as Gossip Girl says. She ends up leaving and transferring, mysteriously transferring to boarding school, and then just as mysteriously coming back. And so, Gossip Girl is very obsessed uh, with Serena and treating her like the main character, and and you know as she deserves. Serena is the it girl of this school, and right. you know she she should be in the spotlight. Um, so I guess we can just go you know you you mentioned the iconic outfit um right we're supposed to assume Josh that the gossip girl is maybe a uh, a high schooler at the school also not just some creepy old man that's yeah, just like following I mean, them around <laughs> you'd hope not i mean who's to say but yeah i mean this is someone who knows a lot about the students that go to the high school right so it's someone that's extremely tapped in so you assume that it's gotta be someone that goes there um also at grand central um Coincidentally, we will also uh, get our first glimpse of some other main characters, the Humphreys. We will see mm. uh, the Dilf himself, Rufus Humphrey, meeting That's his kids. That's one thing I have to say. Uh, the dad seems like maybe the hottest Jenny. character so far. Maybe. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a hunky dad. Yeah. He's a, a former rock star, current art gallery guy, and uh, he's he's the Dilf of the series. Yeah. You, can't, you can't really deny it. Uh, and then we have his kids, Jenny and Dan, coming back to... Uh, from seeing their mom clearly rufus very insecure about the recent breakup with the mom he keeps uh kind of really brushing just, it off just laying like, it on his kids and they kind of have it, to kind of have to comfort him <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so we we have uh I, I don't know i matthew settle plays rufus i don't know him from anything else really i don't really know any of these I'm faces sure he's great whatever he's in. blake honestly all right well, they become famous have, to me eventually jenny humphrey but... is played by t- yeah uh, Jenny Humphreys played by Taylor Momsen, who, of course, was uh, Cindy Lou Who in The Grinch That Stole Christmas. Oh, no way. How could we forget that? Wow. Yeah. My favorite yes. character in the whole movie. And then she's... <laughs> no, not a Jim Carrey guy? <laughs> he guy sucks. Actually, one of the best Grinches of all time. <laughs> um, out, of, out of all two. Of course. Or three now. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's no longer an actor. She is a uh, rock star now. She is uh, the lead singer of a band called The Pretty Reckless, which I am actually a pretty big fan of. They have very good music. Cool. And she's a very talented singer. I'll do a bonus episode so, about that. And then, yeah, well, in, in between seasons, we'll uh, we'll listen to all of The Pretty Reckless discography <laughs> and just kind of 
Maybe I have it wrong. And then, this, see, this is going to be a struggle. This is Dan played by Penn Badgley. And the, the Gossip Girl podcast that I listen to, hosted by hopefully future friends of the pod, um, but they they uh, call they call Dan Padge because his name is Penn Badgley, and uh. one of the hosts kept calling it Padge Bentley. And then all of it, so it's going to be a struggle for me not to just call Dan Padge through right. this whole thing because it's just been so ingrained in my mind. So we have Padge here. Okay. Actual character named Dan. And Dan. Yes, so Penn Badgley, I think, just just famous for being one of the hottest people in the world, pretty much. Although, you would not know it from this episode. He hides no. it very well. Yeah, I, I didn't get that from him. I yeah, was just so pretty disappointed by everyone besides the um, dad was, and Blake. Yeah, I've seen this I've seen this a lot of times, and it always just um, kind of shocks me how not hot he, right. he is. And you figure, like, with a show episode, like this in 2007, weird... the whole thing is, like, about sex appeal. So I figured it was just, like, a lot of growing pain yeah. as far as them being young still the budget's low they haven't like had enough money to really get good haircuts yet um and i figured they'll get hotter as the show yeah, goes on and make more this... money and dan dan 100 percent will he, yeah. like i said i believe not to spoil my rankings in the future but i will say the hottest character yeah maybe at the end um, of each season he, we could rank the he, hottest right now he's got it yeah right now he's got a stupid buzz cut and some like stupid sideburns, the sideburns going on. Are I don't terrible. Know what's once he fixes that i believe it's pretty like it, when he gets his hair right it's gonna be it's gonna be great. you'll see okay. don't worry all right hair's hair's um, big so yeah, we have them, and then uh, I mean that's pretty much it. They just kind of talk to each other. Dan, you, you see Dan kind of notice Serena kind of walking by, right. and uh, he's like, "Oh, what's, you tell uh, he had like a kid clearly, crush on clearly her. infatuated." Yeah. Who who plays uh, exactly. who plays Selena though? You mean Serena? No, who plays? And it was there's a Serena who's the main character. There's a Selena also, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. No, who's Selena? <laughs> just trying to infuriate the people that like love this show so much. <laughs> kind of... What are you trying? <laughs> what are you doing a bit? I guess if you can call it that. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd say maybe who had the best hair? Who's the guy? Who's the guy with the the good hair? He seems like he's on a lot of uh, CW shows. There's a guy with he's really nice eyes, good hair. Seems like he'll be hot pretty soon. He was. Uh, he's. B's boyfriend. Nate. Nate. So Nate is Nate. He's not the hottest in the show by the end of the show. I mean, it de- it depends on who you ask. A lot of people okay. do think he's the hottest. Yeah. I think my my hot take, not to spoil my hotness rankings, but I think he'd be five out of five. But like I said, everyone very hot in the show. So fifth place is nothing to be nothing to be ashamed of. Fair enough. Um, so we're gonna head to a party scene right off the bat. I notice uh, a lot of flip phones here. It's really brings Classic. us back to. I'm glad we at least have phones. Pre phones is tough. Well, I'm glad we have phones. What? I feel like if you if you're watching a show and they don't have phone jets, it's just like it makes all the plot lines so frustrating. Oh yeah, we, yeah, we we don't. Thank we God we have at time. least some sort of cell yeah. phone. They may be flip phones, but they are, they are at least cell phones. Right. So we have our first appearance of the. I'm I'm very interested to to hear your uh, your first impression takes of the cast because we are getting introduced to the best character of the show, Blair Waldorf, played by the iconic Leighton Meester. Um, one half of the greatest celebrity couple of all time, her and Adam Brody. And <laughs> <laughs> basically from Gossip Girl, Leighton Meester became one of my favorite actresses in the world. Wow. Also one of the most beautiful people in the world. I will watch anything that Leighton Meester is in. Wow. And I, yes. And this is treatment I really only give to like Aubrey Plaza, Paul Rudd, and Leighton Meester. Just anything <laughs> that, the that they're in, okay. I will watch it no questions asked. Leighton Meester is so good in this role. She's so good in everything she is. But let's stick to Gossip yeah, Girl yeah. here. So, so in her role, from what I saw, um, not attracted to her yet. I don't, not wow. at all. 
Uh, but again, first season growing pains for sure. That could be a thing. I don't like her hair color very much. Um, I feel like we might be we might be arguing about this for for yeah, years to yeah, come. We'll see. I, there's a lot of a lot of episodes to come, so we'll see how she grows on me. Um, yes. Otherwise, so far good in her role. She seems like they're portraying her a little bit as the villain so far, but that could change. I was not to just, I mean, yes, to derail this, but I, I'm so, I, I'm looking forward to doing this podcast because I don't think you're gonna like this show. I feel like you're really? not really into teen dramas that much, <laughs> and like, do, are you a big teen drama guy? I feel like you no, don't really. I, this is like yeah. I, I feel like uh, uh, I'm just like a, a weird like I feel like a 40 year old dad trying to watch Gossip Girl yeah. with his kid. You're not into teen dramas. I think you will find this stupid. <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, it's also a thing where the the characters are not likable like they're purposefully not likable so i don't think you're gonna like like anyone Hmm. anyone off the bat okay (laughs) i think you might end up like hating this whole you might want to quit but i'm not (laughs) going to let you so this this what i said earlier about like a lot of these kinds of shows usually being like low quality and like expecting bad acting i was expecting to like hate watches from the beginning but so far Mm -hmm. the pilot kind of uh turned me onto it a little bit so far i'm like okay this this was like better than i thought it would be and so far, not as stupid. And I'm kind of hoping it does get stupider in a way. I mean, by the end, like the later seasons, it's kind of the era where they just kind of no bad ideas and brainstorming. They throw everything against the wall and just I think they had a rule where, like, if you suggest something goes in an episode, it has to go in the episode. No questions asked like because that. there's going to be some ba- yeah. banana shit going on. Later. Wait, but to your point, though, um, I, I didn't expect to come into this and have it be like my actual favorite show ever. I just figured like, oh, this will be fun. And I'll be surprised if it is. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so we have the party scene. We have the iconic Blair Waldorf. Um, you kind of get a sense off the bat of just how shitty, like, everyone's parent is, where she's talking to her mom, at Eleanor Waldorf. And don't get used to this actress because this is the uh, actors as soon as this first episode is over. Uh, you'll see this woman again playing Eleanor. Okay. But uh, she kind of just insults Blair and tells her <laughs> that she doesn't look good in the dress she's wearing or whatever. And you know, tells her to change or whatever. I don't know exactly what she says, but you, you kind of get a sense off the bat. Like these, uh, these rich kids are like spoiled and unbearable, but it's kind of because their parents are just the worst. And they're just yeah, being to, raised to so be terribly. Like, with these one uh, percenter parents. Yeah. I mean, you see like, you see the Dilf seems to be a pretty good dad, but it's also because they're not like have money. rich, rich. They're right. like, they're living in, they're living in, you know, the slums of Brooklyn, obviously. Yeah. So, and but no one really has a, a a set of two parents that you could point to and be like, right. these are some these are some quality parents. Right. I think they want to show um, these parents in such a light that it makes sense that these kids are like fuck ups or trying or just like sad kids, mm-hmm. sad yeah. rich kids. And so this is when we're gonna get we're gonna get introduced to the to the other guys in the main cast. We have we have good guy Nate Archibald who's gonna kind of like the uh, the all American guy, just kind of. Uh, He's been dating Blair since kindergarten, whatever. He's got his whole path mapped out for him. And then, of course, uh, bad guy Chuck Bass, who mm. uh, another guy with a with a terrible haircut in the beginning. And yeah. they, it's going to take them a little longer, but they really need to figure out what to do with Chuck's hair because this is not. Yeah, it's tough. This is. I, I think it's got it, potential because it's, it's, it's long a, and you could definitely work with it. But it's 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 really it looks like he just dipped his head in a vat of grease. Yeah, and, and this is supposed to be kind of like the big ladies' man. He's the first scene we see him. He's got two girls in his, and I, I don't know if it's just because uh, he's super rich right now. But I feel like a lot of people are rich that go to this school. But he, yeah. he should not be. Not uh, he should not be able to get away with the things he, he gets away with. Not. Yeah, I, I think um, I have a note here somewhere. Before the second time, it, it says uh, Chuck is a literal rapist. One of my <laughs> notes, yeah. and that was before the second rape. 
And yeah, and that <laughs> two, two Which maybe it was worse and, the second time. So the thing is, um, it is going to be not not to spoil anything, but Chuck Bass ends up being a very popular character. Um, okay, which is very interesting. And I was also very surprised at that because everyone would talk about Chuck, and I saw this episode and you know the beginning of the show, and I'm like, why do people like Chuck? Like I, I don't get it, right. but. Then even by the end, I was I was won over, and Chuck became one of my favorite characters. But every time I watch it, it gets it gets harder and harder to like Chuck, and more and more impossible to defend Chuck. And this one's going to be especially hard because we're yeah. really going to break these down. And like, and like they, you can't defend Chuck at all in this first no, episode. No. Um, it's a bad, it's a bad think, first impression for me. I think with it's Chuck. clear that he, yeah, I think it's clear that he was kind of supposed to be like the villain of this show, right? The antagonist, as far as one of the main I, cast members. I think he kind of became. Yeah, I think he kind of became popular, and they kind of wrote him to be more of an anti-hero than, like, a, a straight-up villain. Okay. So uh, you kind of just have to be, like, this 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 first episode, Chuck, is is not, like, what we're going to see for the for the rest of the show. But but even saying that, like, you can't just ignore right. what happens here. Like, this is... Well, this I'm, is I'm, a, I'm wondering if I have to watch this show, to, like, not to relate to any of these characters, but more just to watch them as being, like, entertaining characters. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna like any of them, yeah, maybe, but like this is, we'll see. Yeah. So uh, I, I, right now, Chuck Chuck is gross. He's gonna, but you know, when I first watched the show, I couldn't stop speaking like Chuck Bass because no one in the world speaks like he does. I don't know why he how he like says the weirdest things. He says them in the weirdest ways. And yeah, is, is he from another land? Yeah, just, just like is he New Yorker? What? He's a New Yorker through and through because he sounds like he's from England or something. I don't know where. Well, the actor is from England. Okay, and he doesn't hide his accent well, apparently. <laughs> I guess not, yeah. <laughs> he also looks English. So someone, I think that's part of his, his does, thing is he, he looks a little too English. Someone, not the English shame. Uh, and the thing about Ed, Wed- Ed Westwick, the actor, he, you know, maybe even a worse guy than uh, the character Chuck Bass is. Really? So <laughs> okay. Not, not, not the best. We, we'll refrain from talking about him too much and just right. stick to stick to the character because when because when you play chuck chuck bass and when that character might actually be a better person than you are in real life then that is uh, <laughs> it's a tough look not good yeah so yeah he uh someone someone mentioned sam that serena's back and he says uh good things were getting a little dull around here how's that chuck is that good should i try <clears throat> it's really good good things were getting a little dull i'll, I'll work on it we'll get yeah, it yeah, we'll, we'll get it down by the end by the end of this podcast yeah we'll do a table read after this oh perfect um so yeah, at this point we have pretty much met all of our main characters. Um, so I guess right off the bat, like, what, what do you think? What do you what do you think of the what do you think of the cast? Uh, so far, I think it's just inherent for me to just root for the underdogs as far as the poor family. Um, but again, I don't know right. if it's going to be the so, point of the show is to like relate to anyone or like look like watch the show through anyone's eyes. Um, I might just like use this like you said it's a soap opera so you know, I should just watch this and like enjoy the yeah. drama sit back and relax and that might be hard for me to do because I've never watched the show uh, with that going into it I just I, I don't watch right. that kind of show I'm usually watching sitcoms where you really feel for everyone and you want everyone to succeed Yeah. Um, but I, I might have to like turn that nature in me off so I can just watch this as like a pure like uh, guilty yeah. enjoyment but so far it, it, and I think that's hard because yeah. like for me like uh for me, it's hard to watch something and not root for someone. Right. And so yeah, like like you, I think in in the early episodes at least, I really did like the Humphreys. Uh, I think Dan, Jenny, and Rufus. I think any scenes they had together are kind of cute. They're like a kind of close knit family that yeah. seems to like each other and aren't like uh, 
have not been corrupted by the evil, even though they go to the same school. And they're yep. we call them poor, but they're not poor. They're, they're living in Brooklyn, and their school. dad is a yeah. former rock star and like right. current artist. But, but yeah, compared to these Upper East Siders in Manhattan, they are yeah. they, they are not to be taken seriously. They are to be looked down upon. Um, so yeah, so I was rooting for the Humphreys, and it. it I mean, it's impossible to deny that Serena is very charming. Uh, so I, I did like her as well. Um, obviously, yeah. So far, will so not charming. be the case forever because, like, well, I that's said, what I mean. They, they keep talking Blair, about her Blair past my, and how she's a wild girl yeah. and whatnot. Like, I'm, I'm waiting for mm-hmm. the. There's too much time left in the show for her to be great forever, and there's too much time left for the Humphreys to be likable forever because every episode is 40 minutes, and there's 121 of them, like you said. So there's a lot of room for everyone to get fucked up. Imagine for 121 episodes, uh, Serena was just a perfect, charming person, but Gossip Girl just kept alluding to her past, but they, like, never showed <laughs> us I mean. any yeah. of it. <laughs> she just, like, once in a while has a, a martini, and otherwise it's just very charming and, like, helps stop rape happen. Another win for S, but why was she gone for so long? <laughs> and we just never find out. Never this find is out. the same thing. <laughs> All right, so... And in a real power move, doesn't even doesn't actually go home. She goes straight to the party that that she wasn't even invited to. She she actually uh, her first move when she comes home from boarding school uh, unannounced is to just crash a party yep. that she wasn't invited to, and uh, <laughs> everyone kind of reacts. We have I think Blair kind of hears that Serena's back, and her yep. first move is to try to have sex with her boyfriend immediately. So we get some nice uh, team sex for that. We um, love some <laughs> team and then, bed action. Oh, now, now we, because now this is where uh, we got our first Lily Vanderwoodson appearance, Serena's mom, and th- now we've seen the full cast. Now that Lily's okay, here, there we these go. are thank God the uh, eight main case cast members that we were introduced into this first episode. Um, and Lily, we didn't get a ton of her. Um, no, nope, but fine. she, she is, uh, she's I. I described to my mom when she asked what Lily's deal was. I, t- I told her that she was the Dumbledore of the Upper East Side. So uh, <laughs> I don't okay. know if that's actually going to hold true still, but the, in my heart, that's what I felt back, well, like, back in the day. I felt like, like the, the, the uh, Dumbledore that like um, mainstream fans know of, just like the wise, caring Dumbledore, think, or like the, the I think the my no no no. I think my thinking was uh, she is the one that is pulling the strings of everything, okay, and claiming that she's doing it because she has her kids' best interest in okay, heart. Okay, so the actual Dumbledore, uh, but really, okay, and she's actually kind of selfish. Selfish, and yeah. Not that I'm saying it's a bad thing. Like I'm saying, right. these are all unlikable it characters, and is. I actually like uh, Lily quite a lot. She's in my uh, top ten favorite characters, but uh, that that is that is how I described her to okay. my mom. Um, yeah, so, so Selena's they, they mention, entrance. Uh, it's the, the entrance happens, and then she's there for maybe ninety seconds. Yes, leaves, exactly. Leaves, leaves right away. Um, she she makes her appearance just so everyone can talk. I, Serena's very shrewd. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she makes her appearance so that it, just enough time for everyone to talk to her. Just to get in everyone's she head, too, mom, especially B's head. And this is so Gossip Girl very good. Just kind of dropping these mystery. Yeah. What? She goes. She goes. She goes there to get in B's head, and she succeeds. Yes. Yes. For sure. Um. So she also asked her mom uh, if someone has been let out yet. And obviously now we know that she's referring to her brother. Um, right. Gossip Girl, very good with just kind of dropping in these little mysteries. Yeah, at, at first the episode, I thought it was like, like her dad was in jail about? or something. Mm-hmm. That was my right, because they just say, uh, has he been let out yet? Right. And we have not met her father. We don't know about her brother yet. So um, at this point, um, this will be the first time of several in the episode where uh, Nate, where Blair's trying to have sex with Nate. And Nate's just like... Uh, Wait, is that a 
what's going on out there? Yes, yeah. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> That's the I, first he heard Selena's a Selena. <laughs> what is wrong with you? He, he just goes. He goes. What? Did someone say Serena's name? And Blair's like, "What? He, no, she's at. She's out of town. She's in boarding school." It's like, "No, no, I heard. I heard your mom say her name. You want to go say hi?" Yeah. It's <laughs> like, "What?" And then you're, you're in the middle of like pre-coitus, and you hear someone's name. Yeah. Like, I, I gotta go see who's there at the door. Serena, <laughs> like a, the puppy dog that Nate is, yeah. just gonna bolt up. And then uh, you see them kind of have like Serena looks at Nate. Serena looks at Blair. Blair looks at Nate. You, you see there's some clear uh, SB and Nate tension. Yeah. Um. It's good. I might stick and, to those letters too. I think the letters are safer for me. I might just do everyone's yes. first letter of their first name. I'm gonna stick to yes. those. As Gossipware likes to do, calling them SB, yeah, Little J, Lonely Boy. Um, but yeah. So you see Serena come. Blair clearly doesn't know that she was gonna come back, even though she's trying to pretend like uh, like like they talked. Uh, Serena leaves, like you said, after 90 seconds, and to me, you can see how hurt Blair is that, and I, I know you, um, I know you really hate when I, uh, make characters queer that are not, uh, specifically canonized yeah, to be queer. Yeah, famously anti-queer. <laughs> is, if you are famously anti-queer, and you, you say, you like to say that, uh, if not specified, a character has to be straight, because that is what is normal and right. good. Normal and good, and, and, cor- and, and correct. Don't don't misquote me. And correct, right? Yeah. Sorry, that's what you, yeah, that's what you like to say. And I've been fighting with you about that for years. And but is Blair in love with Serena a little bit? Um, I could maybe see that, but uh, I also didn't get that at all the first watch. To me, that, maybe I just watch shows differently. Well, actually, I do have a note here somewhere that says uh, Selena seems sincere in her apology in their heart to heart at the bar. Wish they kissed though. I so and uh, but this is a little bit later in the plot here, but um, right. I think in that I didn't see it at first because maybe it's from you watching it and seeing the whole series, you have uh, more background with those characters than I do. But the first meet, I didn't see it. I saw her more yeah, angry. Let me say no. It's never it's never really hinted at in the show. This okay, is kind of all fine. just my head yeah, 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 that yeah. I am going to say that Blair's in love with Serena. That longing stare looked like some love. The, the fact that yeah, it's, but it's, it's so a drama easy though. For There's Serena. gonna be a lot of longing stares in a drama. So so easy for Serena to win her back over. I think. Right. We'll, 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 we can debate this down the line. Um, but no, so in, in their heart point, to heart, I definitely saw like some eyes at each other. So I'll, I'll give you that. See, all right, mark it down. Yep. Now, uh, another podcast we can discuss Rory in Paris because the list grows. Although you are still on suspension, although it's almost over. Okay. Uh, only a few more episodes to go before your <laughs> Gilmore Girls. I forgot even what I did wrong at this point. We can so start long. About... Listen. We, when we open up the Patreon, we can. can <laughs> that'll be a that secret out. episode where we discuss how you <laughs> fucked up talking about okay. Gilmore Girls to me and why you got a two season suspension. It was two seasons. Oh um, God, jeez. It was two seasons. Yeah, I, I said in season three, that's it. I'm not talking to you about Gilmore Girls for two seasons now. I remember uh, Nicole, my my girlfriend, was pretty upset about it. But I remember I just said, okay. <laughs> that, was, that was how that argument ended. Well, your your uh, your girlfriend Nicole has been trying. Yeah, to she's trick been me. trying she's every so it, yeah. often. She's texting me. So, uh, what do you think of Gilmore Girls? I'm like, God, no, no, no. you're still you're still suspended. Yeah, I don't think she understood how vain you are. That's right. That's not the word I would use. But um, so at this point, we get like another uh, Gossip Girl voiceover, and you can tell that Gossip Girl is very tapped in. Whoever this person is knows pretty much everything that is going on in at least these main characters' lives because you're hearing that voiceover, you know, every other scene, and you're supposed to be led to believe that 
anytime you're hearing the voiceover, like this is something that is being posted online to the Gossip Girl like blog or whatever. So this is something that she is either seeing or is being reported to, and right. she is, you know, so she's always nearby. I guess right. So like, it's got to be one of the main you, crew, you would think. Do you like Gossip Girl as a as a framing device? I do. I think it, it keeps it interesting. And like I said, uh, initially watching, I thought it was supposed to be kind of like the main driving story plot of the, of the, of the whole show. And right. that's what they make it seem like at, at, at first anyway. But I like that. It keeps it interesting. It makes it feel like it's sort of like a mystery show. Yes. Um, and so far, so far, so good on that yeah, aspect that'd of be, it. Yeah, uh, that'd be such a boring show. I think it's much more interesting uh, looking at the power struggle right now between Serena and Blair. Well, that, um, that only has so, so, so much legs, I guess. You know, like right. that, how far can that really go? It's not going to take you six seasons in a reboot. Right. That, Hashtag that, how long can you want to go? Who's the Gossip Girl? It's, it's, exactly. it's, it's a one season show. It's the thing I care least about, which is right. why I'm. It's so stupid that they even revealed it. But so uh, soon after this, we'll get to the hospital scene. Um, we now realize that Serena was talking uh, about her brother, who um, uh, it's revealed pretty soon that her brother's in the hospital. He recently tried uh, to commit suicide. And. So that is why he's there. He's like on psychiatric watch. Uh, They're keeping him there until further notice or whatever. And um, we are introduced to not a main character, but a recurring character. The lovely, the lovely young man, Eric Van. Uh, Also one of my top 10 favorite characters in, uh, in a show where everyone's kind of just like evil or corrupted or just like selfish. He is one of the few people that is just, <laughs> I nice. think you can kind of see it in this episode. He's just a yeah, kind person. He, he has some funny quirks. Clearly, you know, clearly loves his sister. He's, right. yeah, he's got he his little funny nice so quips. Far, yeah. uh, clearly, uh, troubled in some way to end up in the hospital. So right. We have Which not is also kind of why he's got a good sense of humor. Backstory yet, but he is just, he's just a nice boy and he's a short king. He is a short king. He's five six. We love so, those. Um, I I do love those. Every time I see someone my height doing something, uh, I'm like, <laughs> or shorter. That could, be, that could be me. That could be me. That could be me. I also like how that how uh, or shorter. Yes. There was a uh, the scene where they have the cliffhanger of like, oh, did he get out? And then like maybe like ten minutes later, here he is. He's right there. Like, right. Cliffhanger over immediately. And, um, this is how I know that we are a very behind schedule and that. Uh, you, we might either need to do two parts, or you might need to do some heavy editing. <laughs> that could now, be too. In, we could we could do two parts because uh, first this, episode. This is where the this is where the yeah this is where the theme song is. So <laughs> so we've just gotten to the theme song, which means buckle because we've still got most of the. End of I told Nicole the before we started this, like we'll try and cap it like an hour. We'll do fifty minutes an hour. <laughs> this is but again, again, this is all it's all introductory. We we are introducing the entire series, so I think it's only fitting that we do maybe a two part episode. That that totally makes yes. sense to me. We're just yeah, I think it's flying by the seat probably, of our pants right probably now. Probably good for this episode. Good idea. <laughs> Either that. Yeah, or that we'll do. That works out. We'll do part one and the, part two, like and then the release that. That works. Oh, speaking yes. of lost though, or it'll just be Renap. Oh, I have a lot. That's so funny you say that. This is perfect. Uh, a perfect segue to my notes here. Um, with our our young friend, our young short king. Uh, being introduced to the show, I immediately thought of the Lost pilot, and he looks like the drug addict from Lost, like a young a young version of the, the rocker in Lost. Yeah, he looks like Charlie. I thought it was him. I was like, wait, this show came out. And the you same know time. what? I see that <laughs> after Lost. Yeah. Like he didn't um, get younger. Yeah, so that that timeline wouldn't work. But now that you mention, he does remind me of Charlie because uh, I am blanking on the guys. 
uh, a name that plays Charlie. But um, let me just Google it real quick because I'm not going to be able to rest until I remember. Um, but another short king who is uh, pretty much, you know, he's he's got his troubles in loss, but someone that uh, someone that for the most part I think is a very kind character. Yeah. Um, Dominic Dominic Monaghan plays him. I think a lot short of uh, characters um, that have drug anyway. troubles are usually nice people. Nice people. You know what? I don't know if that's a stereotype, but <laughs> it's a nice one. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's positive. Yeah, it's fine. Stereotypes are fine as long as they're nice. <laughs> that is not something that I will co-sign, but <laughs> that's going to be the tagline of the first Brendan episode. Says it's true, so. Yeah. All right. After the theme so song, we're, we get, we're at the let's, theme song. Here we are. Speed through this. <laughs> okay, let's get no. at least halfway through the episode. Let's yeah, try to get there. The theme, we, get, we get more hospital. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Like I said, Eric seems to be one of the only characters with an actual conscience um like like i said you you haven't seen the oc but the oc i think they made they made it so that their characters were likable and that you root for them and then i think at this point in gossip world you can already tell that josh schwartz has gone in the opposite direction where we are making we are making them as unlikable as as possible not as possible but um these are not these are not good people and that's Mm -hmm. fine that's fine Mm -hmm. um we're accepting that moving on Yeah, so I, I do I do love that Serena, you know, clearly loves her brother. She's there for him, and it seems like um, her mom just kind of wants to throw up the whole thing. You know, she mentions yeah. that, uh, you know, she she's told everyone that he's, like, uh, vacationing in Miami with his aunt or whatever. Right. She says some excuse, and that's yeah, something some that, bullshit. you know, these, these rich people, yeah, instead they're... of addressing the problems, they're just kind of trying to hide them up because they care more about their appearances yep, than they do reputation. about their own kids. And, and also more points to... Serena just being like a good character in the first episode and just being like so far so likable, ah. um, which I gotcha. am sure is not yes, gonna be yes, the case yes. throughout the series. But so far, me watching, this, I was like, oh, this is gonna be like a really nice likable main character. Yes. So uh, back back at the loft in Brooklyn, guess whose dad is cool? It's the Dilf himself, Rufus Humphrey, making his making his waffles or whatever for his kids. Uh, little Jay is adorable. She's talking about uh, how she. She got invited to something that is called the the kiss on the lips party. Have yes. you ever been invited to a kiss on the lips party? No, oh, I you was, have. <laughs> no, I always wanted to. <laughs> I, was um, say, I went to high school for four years with you, and I don't remember anyone throwing a kiss on the lips party. Yeah, well, all of my parties are supposed to be kiss on the lip parties. Uh, the only person that really no seems one... to abide by that rule is Pete. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we should start getting that. No one that... wanted me at there. No, no one wanted me either. We should start having our own and coaxing people to come in our backyard and kiss us up. A lot of, a lot of time to make up for. Yeah. Well, I didn't see much kissing in that party either, though. It was just more Chuck trying to <laughs> do the kissing. Nobody else. Plenty of Chuck. Plenty of Ch- the Chuck with the titular kissing on the lips at the party. Yeah. Very awkward kissing. I didn't like um, that. We had a quick scene of Nate and Serena outside, kind of alluding to something. Uh, with Nate and Serena, just just a quick scene there. Nothing yep. really happens. She kind of just says like, "I didn't come back for you, so stop talking to me." Right, which alludes um, to just uh, prior engagement. Yes. You know. um, this this next scene is one that I am a fan of. This is where uh, you see Dan, Chuck, and Nate all in the bus taking it to school. Mm-hmm. And let me point out that uh, this I I believe this is the only scene in the history of the show where Chuck and Nate will be seen riding a bus. <laughs> They are rich okay. people. They don't ride the bus. They. <laughs> I was a little surprised they, by that as well. 
they have car services and limo services that take them literally everywhere. There is yeah. no reason for them to be on the bus. I don't know what right. they're I, doing. I expected here. like champagne on the way to high school, honestly. <laughs> so it is so weird seeing them on a bus. And uh, we're gonna go back into leaning into Chuck being very gross, uh, saying stuff like uh, something something wrong with that level of perfection. It needs to be violated. So we're really just giving him all the all the grossest quotes in this. Um, <laughs> Nate just kind of laughs it off. Don't know why. Nate seems to be a good, good guy. Don't know why he was wasting his time with Chuck, other than they seem to have been uh, like best friends. For yeah, a long childhood time. best friends. Yeah, exactly. Just and, like his you know, those... uh, his girlfriend too was from they say kindergarten or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Nate and Blair have been dating yeah. since kindergarten, and it's uh, uh, tough to get rid of those people that you've been friends with since uh, since you know. Yeah, the, I mean that's the, why we're uh, here now. That's where we've been <laughs> since <laughs> the first grade. Yeah, <laughs> believe me, I know. I've been trying to get rid of you for years. <laughs> Um, and then they get off, and uh, Chuck Chuck says to Dan, what are you, following us or something? And th- th- this one gets me every time. He's like, no, I, I go to your school. Right. We're wearing identical uniforms. Yeah. Was that kind of a tip-off? <laughs> that seems to be a running joke in this episode. I don't know if that continues on. <laughs> they they are not impressed, but uh, I, I love Dan. Dan is, uh, I think Dan's probably one of the funnier characters. He's yeah. always got a nice, sarcastic quip. Yeah, it seems like um, Chuck's more <laughs> serious than anything else, and uh, Dan seems to have the, the little the little lines there. I'm glad that he, he's yeah. going to provide some comic relief throughout. Nate, not impressed, though. Kind of just, that's funny. Yeah. And then just walks off. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, the, this is when we get this, the uh, Blair and Ian sitting on the steps of the Met, an iconic setting. Gave me chills. It, it really mm. gave me chills watching this for the first time. Yeah. Seeing Blair with her minions, and her minions do have names, and even though I've watched this series five times, I still do not know them. I don't think it's important to know them, but okay. you see them all. They're all wearing, they're all, they're all wearing their headbands. Blair has uh, clearly built up an army and and has become the queen bee since since Serena has been absent. Queen literal bee. Blair. Queen Blair. Yes, Blair was kind of uh, second in line, you know, next kind of like the uh, the you to to my me. Yep. <laughs> where uh, where if I were to mysteriously disappear, you would uh, be the host of this this podcast. Well, you said Blair is the hottest in the show, so I'll I'll take that. And you know what? Your name does start with B. That's right. Hottest host. Um, so y- you kind of get the first like face-to-face standoff with uh, Serena and Blair, and I think you see that right away. The show wants us to believe oh, that yeah. uh, Serena is is the kind of nicer and charming one, mm-hmm. and Blair is a bitch but is awesome. Right. That, at least that's what I got. Tensions from it. are high too. Like I think Bl- Blair is going to be the quotable mean person that's awesome, and Serena's just kind of try to either pretend to or actually be like above it all. And, and again, like Gossip Girl so, is making it seem like there's so much hiding behind Serena here. So I, I thought I thought maybe there was going to be a point in the show where those two personality traits swap at some point, but I don't know if that's true. I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm all it's all just uh, it's a, inquiry here. I, but it's a very val- you know, pull, very pulling other guys. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, in my what a great friendship. They clearly hate each other or are in love with each other. One of the two, right. and Most they're the just latter. friends, but. Also, clear rivals. Who at this point? Who are we rooting for? Are we team Serena or are we team Blair? I think at this point, this early on, from uh, a first timer's perspective, you're team Serena because like, oh, this Blair character is the mean person. You want to root for the nice person. Um, but again, with so much show to watch, uh, there's so much that can go wrong. So at this point, there's so much mystery behind Serena. You're just interested Listen, to see how she can falter. Don't hedge your bets. When I ask you, Team Serena or Team Blair, you give me a definitive answer, and then when you end up being wrong, I will rub this back into your face. <laughs> That's what you like, want. You idiot. You only you ask fool. so you can rub it in later. You fool. 
Remember when you said Serena was nice? Well, look what she just I will, did, I'm, I'm, I, But I know it's not going to be the case forever, so I'm just saying. But so far, Listen, no one's episode in, no one's one, impressed Serena. how smart you are. No one's impressed. We want to hear you make <laughs> bold claims. Well, I, already, I called her Selena six times, so I don't think anyone thinks I'm smart on this <laughs> <That's> podcast. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to see uh, this power struggle a lot, both through the episode and kind of through the, this uh, beginning stretch of episodes. As... As Kristen Bell says, can these two hotties work it out? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. Um, Serena really can't be bothered with this with this BS. She's just going to kind of... Uh, Blair kind of tells her that she's not really invited to the party, and Serena's just going to be like, okay, like, goodbye. Okay, I don't care. Um, just her. Yeah, we get, a, we get a nice non-ironic mention of uh, MySpace when Dan and, <laughs> Dan and the Dilf are hanging up flyers. Dan and the Dilf, baby. <laughs> Uh, I did when when Dan first mentions MySpace. I did th- think it was a, a joke at first, but right. then I realized, oh <laughs> no, this is taking place in 2007. Yeah. MySpace <laughs> is a thing that people use. This this show is yeah. dated more so than the flip phones. This show has been dated. And I think that's what Chuck needs to do with his hair is what the Dilf's doing. Yes, yes, that's what he's missing um, out on. They are they are going to figure out what to do with Chuck's hair, and it's going to be they're going to nail it at some okay. point, right. but uh, not not yet. Um, <laughs> Serena is going to sneak Eric out of the hospital, which is insane. What kind of security does this hospital have? This is mind-boggling <laughs> because I feel like um, I, I think this is going to happen again where people are just able to sneak into the hospital and sneak out of the hospital seemingly yeah. at oh, will. Money talks, baby. <laughs> like, like th- this guy is, uh, you know, you, you'd th- think he's on some kind of suicide watch, and to just be able to sneak him out doesn't seem like the <laughs> right. safest hospital in the world. You'd yeah. think that... Uh, they could get somewhere else with better security. Yeah, he doesn't have just the flu. He's literally on suicide watch, so <laughs> not the best. <laughs> and he's just going to say, all right, we're going shopping. And he says yes. At the same time, Jenny is going to uh, give Dan a, a, an, an SOS emergency text, which maybe she shouldn't uh, be crying wolf like this and saying it's an emergency. Um, but Dan, Dan is going to listen to the call and show up to the mall. And um, above all else, I think that Jenny... Jenny needs friends because I know that she makes the excuse that, you know, mom's not got, mom's not here. Dad's allergic to department mm-hmm. stores, but to have Dan be the one that's going to tell you uh, what you need to wear to a party. I think it's a, it's a bad move. Yeah. She's uncomfortable that whole scene. Yeah. She's in desperate need yeah. of, uh, of someone else. Right. And, and this, again, this is, we'll, we'll keep reiterating this, but this is a pro incest podcast, but I, just, I still felt it uncomfortable <laughs> during that, that scene there. Oh, you you thought there was a spark between Dan and I felt the spark and, and more, than, more than between us and B. Yeah, there was a big, a big spark. And then even with his, with her, her dad later on, he, was, he talked about um, how uh, she looked like his wife. And I was like, are you going to kiss her? <laughs> yeah, his dad was uh, – her dad was really amazed at how, <laughs> how good she looked. But, uh, yeah, luckily for us, nothing nothing like that happened. That might have gotten very uncomfortable. Um <laughs> but Serena comes in, and it's clear that uh, it's clear that that Jenny is a subscriber to to Gossip Girl because she is very starstruck whenever the main characters yes. of Gossip Girl come. You see when they introduce themselves to her, and Jenny, I know, and I'm I'm Jenny. Yeah, she had the invitation and, ready for uh, her too, top of her back. Yes, ready she's very go. excited to see, very excited to see Serena. She's very very starstruck, very shy, but. Uh, clearly not as much as Dan, because we're going to get the very comedic moment where he <laughs> literally just bolts yeah. and hides behind some clothes, and and Jenny's going to try to introduce Serena to him, and he's just literally See, hiding. If like this a was like a multicam bitch. sitcom, I think that moment could have been punched up, and he would have been like, there would have been suits hanging higher up, and he would have been wearing one of the suits, but still hanging in the suit from like one of the racks, and then that would have worked really well. And that's 
And that's when we get a, a little, like an applause break from the live studio <laughs> audience where they're just losing it. Uh, old, old. What if, yeah, what if instead of, instead of Dan Humphrey, this was uh, a Kamo Kramer type that was just <laughs> in this role? <laughs> just have one like really intense, like strictly for comic relief. Doesn't drive the plot forward yeah. at all. Yeah, terrible the drama part. Um, so much like you, it seems like Danny is clearly a uh, team Serena in this power struggle. And I don't know if this is a conscious effort or a, or an unconscious effort on Serena's part, but she she's picking up numbers here. She's going to the store. She she Blair has her minions, but Serena's kind of gonna go elsewhere. She sees she sees Jenny and she's like, "This is someone I can use." Right. And uh, so Jenny's gonna fall in line. She seems to be very starstruck. Serena. She's yeah. if she has to choose sides in the war between Serena and, and Blair, she is going Serena. I think that's pretty clear. Well, yeah, I, I think I I noticed that watching this. Uh... So also, all of Serena's moves seem very calculated. I, I didn't. I didn't. I think I, everything she was doing is very intentional, and it's no, nothing by coincidence. Yeah, and I think she does seem like just a very nice, charming, pleasant person. But I think you definitely can watch this and think that she is. She always has like a uh, like an, a purpose. She's very calculated. She's she's charming, but she's there, there's probably going to be something in it for her as well. Right. And you know, as a uh, as a fan of Survivor and Big Brother, I just love these alliances and these numbers <laughs> and these power struggles. This is uh, right. This is this is what I'm here for. Maybe and, that's and why I ended up liking the show so much. on top too. She's not going to be doing anything without intent. You know, she wants to get back on top, or you'd, so you'd think. Yeah. That's why she's back, baby. She's not back for. And Nate. she leaves Jenny with the advice. That... Right, exactly. She's not back for Nate. She, uh, she leaves Jenny with the advice, uh, that dress would look better in black, and mm-hmm. Jenny hears that, and uh, that's enough. That's yep. She left her with that, and Jenny's like, you know what? Team Serena. And then, and then um, once, uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? The Humphrey boy comes out. He be, Another scene to punch up, he just has a, a full wet stain. I think that would work well, too. <laughs> yes, I know this is not even the wettest that Dan will get in this, in this episode, <laughs> Dan will... <laughs> Uh, Dan's Dan's gonna be struggling for the episode. Um, now we're gonna get a nice scene of Nate and Chuck smoking weed, which is another thing that, much like them riding the bus, this really does not happen. I think they included. It seems this like a because, pretty regular uh, thing in this. It happened a couple times. In the times. books. Yeah, but in the books they're big weed smokers. I know. Okay. I read the first book and wasn't a huge fan, so stopped reading. But I think they really just took modeled the first episode after the book and then really just went off in their own way. So. Okay. Uh, so that's where the weed smoking maybe happened is, in the beginning, and then they, they decided not to follow it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think they they went with it in the pilot, and then when they got picked up, they were just like, right. eh, eh, no they're drinkers instead. Yeah. Wait, they they drink. They don't yeah. smoke weed. So yeah, Nate's Nate's going through his rich boy pr- crisis. Somehow, just realizing now that his uh, his life has been planned out for him. Uh, his dad's kind of you saw at the party telling him where he's going to go to college, telling him who he's going to be dating, and all that stuff. Uh, Chuck gonna gently remind him that he's entitled to tap that ass. Just if we haven't gotten the memo that uh, that Chuck is gross, <laughs> even and even as as someone who'd go on to become a, a a big Chuck Bass fan, I could not stand him in this first episode. Oh no, no. And he, this is not even as bad as he gets in this episode either. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> um, then we have Blair and Serena meeting up. Uh, he, this is when you really notice that these underage teens can just drink whenever they want. <laughs> right, the just, just at the bar. Rich. <laughs> a literal junior in, in high school. Just they at are a at bar. a bar. Yeah. yeah, like you would think a place that uh, would ID people and not be fooled by fake nope. IDs, but they can just they can literally drink 
uh, when and wherever they right. want. And I wish I wish it was easy, that easy for us in high school. Yeah, I guess if you're an attractive female and you go to a bar like in the daytime, I don't know what time it was, but if you go early enough and there's not like a, a bouncer or like a cover charge, you probably could walk well, in without getting a deed. It is. It's eight o'clock because I believe that uh, Serena oh, tells Blair to okay. meet her at eight p.m. Right. Well, the, the bar didn't look very yeah, full. So, Maybe uh, it wasn't a bouncer. Sometimes you get ID'd by the bartender himself, but being an attractive woman, that might not happen all the time. Yeah. But as far as the boys go, so, there's no excuse for at, the boys. Uh, no, no excuse. They're just rich. They can do whatever they want. Right. I mean, I, I believe Chuck's dad owns this hotel, so he can do whatever he wants. They right. can, you know. Um, so I, you get some backstory here, but they're they're really just drumming up the the mystery some more. Like oh, yeah, what gotcha, happened? I mean, at this point, I'm very invested, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and basically, they kind of come to an understanding. They hug. Sometimes it's that easy with these two. You know, they hate each other in the beginning of the episode, right. and by the middle of the episode, they are they're just gonna like each other anymore. And that's it's, that's it's what a, I thought too. I was like, oh, very... great! Like the the two best friends are back in business now, and that that does not last <laughs> through the rest <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> does not last. Maybe a scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. Serena just has that charm or that manipulation, however you wanna, mm-hmm. however you wanna look at it. Um, but then you see Blair leaves, and uh, Serena is going to uh, continue drinking. Why so thirsty, S? Um, <laughs> uh, we see Jenny selling her dress back at the loft. Uh, she's a she's a great, a very gifted seamstress, as yeah, we can apparently. say. Um, big, like I said, big Humphrey guy. They're gonna kind of Jenny and Dan are gonna have a nice conversation. Jenny's gonna do some manipulation of her own to get Dan to go out and try to try to hook up with Serena. Um, but before Dan can get there, Chuck is going to find Serena. And it it seems like really Chuck is just always on the prowl to look for a drunk girl that he could, uh, take advantage of. Now that he knew that Serena's in town, he's like, I'm just going to prowl around town for her until I find her and (laughs) buy her Uh, a grilled cheese and expect a blowjob out of it. (laughs) Chuck actually mentions that, uh, they're serving, they're serving minors. So he's going to have to tell his parents about that, but, uh, (laughs) nothing happens with that, I guess. No. Um, and I, I don't, I don't have anything of what Chuck says in this scene, but I just know that no one in the world talks like Chuck talks. Like, I, like we're supposed to believe that this is a 16-year-old that is <laughs> dressing in fancy suits and and talking like a character out of Mad Men. Right. I have never seen Mad Men, but I'm guessing that this is how they talk in Mad Men. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. Same, same for me. But again, it's, it's funny how he he speaks like he's in his 40s, um, yeah. but then still offers, like I said, to buy her. Like, you know what? I know the chef will buy you grilled cheese. <laughs> like yeah, oh exactly. awesome man! <laughs> that, I think that's how you show his age. That that's high end um, dining to him. Yeah, uh, he loves. Uh, she loves. But there was truffle oil though. To with be fair, truffle oil. Yeah, yeah. to be fair. She, and she likes truffles enough to know that uh, they don't serve it on the menu. And she goes, oh fuck! All right, fine. I fucking love truffles. <laughs> Direct quote. <laughs> we have. Uh, this is where we're finally going to get some answers here. We have Blair seducing Nate again, and Nate turning her down again. Like Nate just clearly just. On your team, I guess. Like, I said that Leighton Meester is one of the most beautiful people in the world. You said, uh, no, she's actually very ugly. And Nate is saying <laughs> that, too, because every time she's trying to hook up with him, he's like, this is not what I want. As a matter of fact, I want this. So, <laughs> um, she's going to say, like, basically the, the conversation goes, let's have sex. And he goes, okay, yeah, sure. But let me tell you something first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Once when I'm done talking to you, we can have sex right away. I promise. <laughs> no, no. As soon as we're done. I was going to say, no one's blown it that badly since me and uh, at Mike Smith's 11th grade party, but I don't want to get into my (laughs) biggest biggest regret of all time, 
net. <laughs> just it, well, it seems too, like he, he really didn't demons. care. He must not have cared because he knew that was going to happen. No, like, there's no way you tell someone like, this and then you think you're still going to fuck after that. He, exactly. I, I don't so think it, he's really interested in women at all. Right. No. No. At this um, point. And this kind of intercuts the scene with uh, with Chuck and Serena as well because she's going to eat her grilled cheese and then Chuck's going to try to do uh, if you're keeping track of home his first sexual assault of the episode. Right. Um, and she's like, no. Um, I mean, she even Serena, says, I think she goes, it's, it's just a grilled cheese. Yeah, <laughs> I think exactly. that is a quote of the Serena, she's not going to give in to him. She's going to yeah. continue fighting him off. She, she, she seems like a strong woman, first episode. Yes. Uh, I, and you, she has clearly dealt with some shit. She knows how to handle herself. Right. Um, but yeah, that's when Chuck's going to drop, like, what are you afraid that uh, Nate's going to find out? And that, I mean, it's been hinted at all episode. We knew something was up, yeah. but this is when they're going to get into it. Um, like, well, no, that's not why. I just don't want to be, be raped, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not it. But he just kind of <laughs> wants to uh, subtly hint that, like, bitch, I know. I know. And, right. Uh, either you let me, you know, have my way with you or I'm going to tell people, like, what happened. Right. Um, and obviously Chuck being a terrible person right here. Uh, but this is when we're going to get the big reveal that Serena is a, a very shitty friend. I really feel for Blair here where, where Nate's just telling her. Serena, the, like, they are both drunk in this situation, but not an excuse. She is uh, – Nate's cheating on his girlfriend with her best friend. Right. Serena is – knowingly sleeping with her best friend's boyfriend. Yeah. Um, Story as old as time. And she's such a shitty friend and Blair's finding out. And um, I feel very, I, I think it's clear that Blair has always been jealous of Serena, um, you know, since as long as they've been friends. And yeah. now to find out that, um, you know, the, the one thing that, that you had that she didn't like, you had this perfect boyfriend, Nate and Serena kind of like took that from you too. Yeah. And she, uh, slept with him even though you two were supposedly like saving yourselves for each other right and you get that and, right like, off the did, bat too because she was worried as soon as she heard yeah, exactly. she was back in town uh did you did your jaw hit the floor when this reveal happened no i mean i think you almost expect it but it, yeah, it, exactly. it still didn't make me hate serena anymore because i think weirdly enough my brain was like oh well that's just past serena i still like current serena like she, she's but, great so the far. thing is like yeah that happens for me like when you meet um a character you you kind of just take off like from where, where you, you meet them in the yep. timeline and anything revealed in the past you kind of just think like like oh well i didn't know oh, that well, person that's, you know she's changed now that's that's past serena that's flashback serena this is right. not something that current serena does so i don't exactly. have to i don't have to associate myself with all right I'm, I'm glad i'm not crazy interesting psychology <laughs> yeah. well, i have to get a psychologist on to explain <laughs> that to us <laughs> um, um, so maybe this might then, be a good point after we're done talking about this little plot point to break off for the first for part one because this is a good like halfway point a, a good, good uh, little climax here yeah, so before before we do that, let me just say that, that the camera kind of pans up and Chuck is just kind of standing up on a balcony just, like, watching, like, the little perv that he is. Yeah, like, just... Chuck <laughs> just happens to be um, at the right place at the right time, which is going to happen in the show often. Like, okay. <laughs> clearly characters are just going to be in places they should not be, yep. just seeing things that they should not be seeing, and Chuck just happens to see it all, which is Well, this seems to be, like, the whole show because the Gossip Girl somehow sees everything. No, who, who, exactly. Don't know, we don't know who she's yet, but um, some, she's always there. Like, oh, so even are the you saying of... that – are you saying you think Chuck is Gossip Girl? I, I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if it was a male character. Um, yeah. But with that said, um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Cut, I'll cut this out. Oh, great, forget. great. Edit point, edit point. Edit point. We're at the end anyway. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, Chuck 
really loves forcing himself on girls. It's crazy that um, in this introductory episode to a character, he's going to do it multiple times. And this is like when you watch this scene and then you kind of like if you've seen it already, you say to yourself, like, this isn't even going to be the worst thing that he does. It's kind of yep. crazy. Um, like this is one of our main characters. And like this, like they're going to be so out of go so out of their way to like show us like this is an evil little fucking kid. Yeah. I guess, um, like, also introducing him and being so terrible right off the bat. I guess he can only go up from here. Hopefully. Right. We'll see. But, I mean, this is hard to come back and from. And we'll see, like, in the future if he is able to, like, atone for this. If he, like, actually addresses it, actually changes as a person. I'm, Even though I've seen it, I'm kind of interested to, to see it as well. Because he will be with us for the, you know, mm-hmm. duration of the show. Right. Um. So it, it will be interesting to see, like, and you have to assume that he's not going to be like this terrible of a person the whole time so right. is he actually able to redeem himself or are we just gonna end up being too easy on him and kind of like forget this first episode right. ever happened also at this point um, in the show i don't know personally if it's going to be a show where there's actual character growth or if it's just going to be a bunch of events that happen right and they are who they are right and we love character development we so do. i'm hoping there's some growth We're um here. all right so what do you want to do do you want to because this is where you said this is where part one's going right. to be. So, yeah. Do you well, want this, this last little bit? I'll, I'll make note of where my uh, my brain fart happened. I'll <laughs> kind of we'll edit this little chunk out, and you can choose what you want to say as far as uh, like send offs are going to be. Because I don't know the quote. Is there another quote at the end of each episode? Oh, that's true. Well, you uh, you know you love me. XOXO Gossip Girl. Okay, so uh, I guess we'll just say that at the end of each one, unless that's like you know you love us, XOXO. You know you love us. Okay. Do we lonely boys pod? (laughs) Do you want to try and say that in unison, or is that not going to work over Zoom? Uh, yeah, I think it's probably better if just (laughs) if just one of us has it. We're going to be like the when we're on uh, people aren't coming to Bang Bang and they are improvising (laughs) and trying to say things synchronous. Yeah, exactly. That's always good. Um, yeah, you can you took us in, you can take us out. All right. So is that what we're going to do here? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. All right, so. All right, so at this point we're gonna. I, I think we we've already been talking for. We've, we've chewed off feel, quite a bit. What feels like five hours, yes. but uh, we we did have and a for the listeners too. I'm sure it feels like it's been six hours. Yeah, so for this for this first part we're gonna break it up into two. So um, yeah, I think at the end of episodes we'll have some uh, uh, at least a couple of fun segments where we could where we could, you know, talk about, yeah, you yeah. know, maybe give awards at the episode, do s- stuff like that. But since we have not even finished the episode yet, we don't have to yep. concern we- ourselves with that right now. Um, we could also take some questions from fans, but uh, we don't have fans yet, yep. being that this has not even been We released. have the one you talked about earlier, but... Uh, That's right. We have a lot of future fans, but also I do have a, like a, like, I think my biggest fear would just to be like, send out a tweet or something and be like... Anyone have any questions for I know. this week, Gossip Girl, and no one answers? Like, that would just... <laughs> I, I don't think I can handle that rejection, so I don't know. We might have to scrap that segment. I don't think we can do it. <laughs> That's okay. I, th- I think you have you have a pretty responsive Twitter. I feel like people would respond to you. Yeah. We'll um, So, join us next time. I, I'm sure join this has... Time, uh, yeah. I'm sure this has hooked a lot of people enough. They want to hear us talk about the second half of this episode. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, us doing this little project, I think, is definitely... I'm sure there's a few gospel girl podcast out there but i think our spin on this is as far as having an expert and a complete novice i think is Ooh, maybe a expert okay yeah, all right expert. Well, to me you seem like an expert but i think this is a pretty engaging take on the show and i hope you guys enjoy the ride with us and this is our little intro that's why i mean it took us two hours to get halfway through the show so i, I guess that's why uh 
we're going to cut this off into two episodes and i hope you guys join us for the next one so we can you can see what the normal format's going to be like and we can hopefully cut it down a little bit and make it more bite-sized for all the fans out there to watch uh listen to us weekly yes and uh before we go do you have any final thoughts or uh or any plugs i know you have another podcast i do have another podcast i'll reserve final thoughts on the episode till we finish the actual episode next week um as far as plugs i'll continue to plug my every week i'm going to plug the happy boys listen to the happy boys pod it's a podcast where we talk about all things beer and only beer um no sidetracks no laughs no comedy none of that good stuff (laughs) Um, Matt Kagan here, my co-host, my assistant here, uh, comes on the show quite a bit. Hey. Uh, you can listen to him there. Uh, you can listen to him on quite a bit of podcasts. And he, I'll, I'll plug Matt Kagan's uh, podcasting career as well. Wow, okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to plug my specific episodes of the Hoppy Boys because I have been told okay. those are the best ones. Your first uh, episode ever is, it keeps growing too. You have like 118 downloads in that first episode. The legend that is me. Yeah. Um, I'd also just, as I'm famous for doing, I just like to plug whatever TV show I'm watching right now. Uh, the second season of Never Have I Ever recently dropped, not to date this podcast, but that is a fantastic show created by the wonderful Mindy Kaling. So if you are not oh. watching that show, get on Netflix right now. It is a very, very funny uh teen high school coming of age show and uh besides that i think we are ready to uh to end this right now obviously we have the whole second half of the episode that we still need to talk about so join us next episode for that and yeah, until now you then, have to listen to us next week uh, were you interrupting me for a reason there or what happened <laughs> yeah. well the whole the whole show is going to be like this i'm going to interrupt I was, you the worst i times. had so much momentum all i had to do was was say the iconic closing <laughs> get closing used to it. i had so i was like it was on the tip of my tongue I just, and i just hear you <laughs> blabbering about nothing go ahead all right until next time you know you love us xoxo xoxo the sloppy boys <laughs> lonely boys pod <laughs> All right, we'll fix that in post. All right, sounds good. Bye.